You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Weekly Batuta Bulletin. My name is Clancy Overall. Thank you for tuning in. I'm joined by Errol Parker, editor-at-large, and Effie Bateman, lifestyle editor, I guess you'd call her, uh, general field reporter. Yeah, she's managing to fly through the ranks here. She's already uh, already surpassed. surpassed Wendell as the eternal cadet. Eternal cadet, yep. She's um, about to take the reins here, I reckon. Uh, first and foremost, there's fuck all going on in the news this week, if you think about it. All the football's over. Uh, we got a little while until the cricket, and um, yeah, we have a new government that just hides in plain sight, so we never hear from them. Um, yeah, gone are the gone are the days of uh, the pinata that was Scott Morrison, and of course the rugby league scandals. But we are getting by. There's some great um, human interest pieces, I guess, we've been kind of delving into of late. How is everyone going? Yeah, not bad, mate. Look, October has historically been quite slow for us. There is a bit of a lag between the end of the football seasons and uh, the start of the Big Bash, but this time around we do have the T20 World Cup, which is uh, the most explosive form of cricket available um, until they bring in the T10s, which I think they are. Pretty soon for people, you know, all these adults who've recently been diagnosed with ADHD, they can't watch a game of mm-hmm. cricket that goes longer than three hours. So I think that this this 10-over format that's coming in is, uh, is, is in direct reaction to that. I, for one, am actually quite happy that there's not a lot going on in sports and politics lately. Absolutely. We can focus on the big issues the big like issues. La Nina and... Um, and ice cream. Ice cream. And, and do, you, do you want to get us underway here, Effie Bateman, please? Yes. So starting off in an uncultured swine with the taste buds of a child describes chalk mint as toothpaste flavoured. Yes, a local woman has today gotten into an argument with a co-worker after a pleasant chat about food devolved into a slew of character assassinations. It's alleged Freya 425 was killing time by asking colleagues inane questions about their food preferences, including best Arnott's biscuits and which shape's flavour was the superior flavour. Which is obviously Monte Carlo's and pizza shapes. But despite having a few disagreements on where chicken crimpies stood on the list... The conversations have been somewhat civil until the topic of ice cream came up, which saw Freya discover that the marketing manager Paul was clearly a man of zero taste. Yes, it's alleged Freya had mentioned she was a fan of Chocmin ice cream when Paul had responded by pulling a disgusting face. He said, and I quote, Yuck, why the fuck would you want toothpaste ice cream? Ha! 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 Yeah, well, who 30 years ago thought it was a good idea to call someone fucking Paul? I know. <laughs> plain old, <laughs> boring old Paul. Plain old, boring old Paul. And up next, speaking of plain old, boring old Paul, visibly hungover Paul Kent disgusted by youthful Polynesians enjoying the fruits of hard work and talent. Yes, yes, we said the sport was over, but we are still riding the wake of the 2022 NRL Grand Final. And the cranky old men at Fox Sports have been blasting the Penrith Panthers for lacking class and humility as they squeeze out the last remaining Culture Wars clickbait from this 2022 season. This is all because Penrith became just the second team in the professional era of rugby league to win consecutive titles at Sunday night's victory over the Parramatta Eels. But they're partying to these old drunks 
as let's just put it uh, bluntly, you know, it's gone too far. These old blokes think uh, th- these guys are carrying on like teenagers. This comes as Jerome Luai is facing a World Cup ban after a social media post. Upi Coruscant mocked the club he's about to join, and James Fisher Harris told a crowd of cheering supporters that Para is our sons during the Monday fan day at Penrith. Paul Kent has described the Panthers as lacking class and they're acting like a bunch of pelicans as he continued to act surprised by the fact that a bunch of ecstatic young blokes would talk so much shit in the middle of a well-deserved premiership winning bender. Come on, Paul, I'm sure you've had a drink. Go easy on the lads. And, and most of them are actually teenagers, so yeah, no. that's hardly a criticism. No, and if only uh, Nathan Cleary was seen straw-pedoing a bottle of uh, Paul's favourite Kananga Hill from Penfolds, I guess. Uh, that he would have been all right with that. Or even a bottle of Bowler's Run, <laughs> you know, when uh, the summer gets a bit too long. The Bowler's Run. And up next, Nathan Cleary nods at image of the escaped Lithgow Panther watching over Horizon. After a year of fighting for a shot at the top spot again, the Penrith Panthers have won the 2022 Premiership causing the image of an escaped circus panther to appear eclipsed by the setting sun on the horizon. Yes, sensing the presence of the semi-mythical being that has not been spotted in 18 years, Panthers co-captain Nathan Cleary looked out at the suspicious second sunset and gave a deep nod to the being for which the team gets its name. The feral panther, uh, affectionately known as the Lithgow Panther or the Blue Mountain slash Hawkesbury Panther, depending on which town you're from, of course, uh, but it's believed to have escaped from a travelling circus in the 1960s and has survived to this day by either breeding with large feral cats or by simply being magical. Yes, although the existence of the creature has long been denied, many have given their lives to proving the existence of this panther, with a wing in the Hawkesbury Museum dedicated to a deep state theory that the media and government are trying to keep the big cat under wraps. And in some entertainment news now, Netflix has continued their weird trend of making serial killers sexy by casting Timothy Chalamet as John Wayne Gacy. Yes, Netflix producers are at it again, continuing this very bizarre trend of sourcing actors that heavily appeal to young women to play murderers who are by no means attractive in any way and also kill a lot of young women. First hiring former Disney star Zac Efron to play the unibrow-tatting serial killer Ted Bundy, Netflix discovered that they've just stumbled upon an award-winning formula by both appealing to women's love of pretty boys and fascination with true crime. Yes, I believe the new Dharma series is coming in just behind Stranger Things Series 4 as the most watched show this year with... I think 200 million streams. That's 400 million eyeballs. Really quite disappointing and actually disgusting. Despite looking absolutely nothing like the bloke, Timothy <laughs> Chalamet will not have any extensive makeup done as it might detract from his sex appeal, which is very, very prevalent and very natural. It is alleged that Netflix is also currently eyeing off one of the Hemsworth brothers, or Jacob Elordi, uh, to grow a sick mo for an upcoming Ivan Milat biopic and Stranger Things star Finn Wolfhard to play Richard Ramirez. That's a sick name. That's a good porn star name, I think. Finn Wolfhard. Here comes Finn Wolfhard. I always thought Ivan Milat was a sexy name. (laughs) It's been spoiled. Anyway, that's it from us this week. Thank you for tuning in to the Weekly Bulletin on the Batuta Advocate Radio Show. Hooroo. See you later. Ciao, buongiorno.